Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by LineStar. All things fantasy football with a sprinkle of sports betting analysis alongside Tyler Weeman. I'm Shannon Somerville. We've got your daily fantasy football analysis for week 13 in the NFL. We'll also have your touchdown calls, your prop bets, and some underdog picks for you. Tyler, buckle up for mine. I got a good oh one for boy. you. A bold take. Fortune favors the bold. It's going to favor me this week with a bold underdog pick, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, I told you about one pretty bold that I kind of like. we got a lot on the plate for today in an exciting week in the NFL because 10 games have a point spread of four or less. It's going to be an awesome week. I think the best slate we've seen so far. What game are you most looking forward to? i got to say it's this Bengals versus Chiefs game. This, oh, yeah. this game is going to be super fun. I'm really excited about it. It looks like we're getting Jamar Chase back for it. Hopefully, the Chiefs wide receivers get a little healthier yeah. as well. A rematch of last year's AFC Championship game mm-hmm. that saw Patrick Mahomes getting bumped out en route to a Super Bowl for mm-hmm. the Bengals. It was a great game again. It was. It was a phenomenal game. Both offenses were electric in that. So will we see a repeat? of last year will Patrick Mahomes have vengeance on his mind as he heads into Cincinnati to take on the Bengals we'll see yeah in fact that's a good segue into our daily fantasy projections for week 13 why because the first quarterback we'll be talking about is Patrick Mahomes who is now a proud papa by the way to a son Patrick LeVon Mahomes the third was born two days ago so the proud papa heading into this one with uh, a little extra motivation. Got to do his son proud this week against the Bengals. He is already making his son proud, though, leading the league in passing yards by over 400 yards. Mahomes has been phenomenal. He's the front runner for MVP so far this season. And going up against the Bengals, their defense will be tough. Lou Anaramo is a good defensive coordinator that makes really good adjustments. What do you like about Mahomes this week? I don't know if it's really going to be that tough. They haven't really played that much from the quarterback position. I mean, Tannehill just threw for 291. Mm -hmm. Pickett threw for 265. Brissett threw for 278. Uh, I mean, what is Mahomes going to do to them if those guys (laughs) are pushing 300? Mm -hmm. I mean, they really haven't played an elite passing quarterback all season long. Mm-hmm. Tua would be the closest, and that's the game that Tua got hurt sure. and left early. So I really like Patrick Mahomes in this game. I think he's going to carve up this defense just like he does everybody else. <laughs> that's true. He is hard to stop right <laughs> yeah. now in the NFL. There really is no stopping him, only kind of containing him. From a mm-hmm. daily fantasy perspective, you also mentioned before the show you like his price tag and the ownership. Yeah. It's looking like it's kind of low this and week. And I'm gr- glad you brought that up is – his ownership looks really low. As far as this game, it looks like more people are going towards uh, Burrow, which his price point is great, and I understand why people are going there. But at that ownership for Patrick Mahomes and a lot of his stacking options are cheap outside of Kelsey, mm-hmm. so it's pretty easy to stack him even though he's a higher-priced uh, quarterback. Well, let's talk about Justin Herbert, who is also a pretty dynamic passer in the NFL. In fact, he is fifth in passing yards this season. He had 271 and three passing touchdowns against the Arizona Cardinals last week. Man, Herbert can thread the needle and throw it on a dime. And going up against the Las Vegas Raiders, who rank dead last in pass defense DVOA. Man, is this a mouth-watering matchup for Daily Fantasy? What do you think? I really think it is. So all season long, There's been a narrative like, hey, let's just pick on the Detroit Lions. 
That may have switched to the Las Vegas Raiders. They have been awful on defense. They're ranked 28th, allowing 1.7 pass touchdowns per game over the last nine. And they're allowing 261 uh, pass yards a game. Herbert's in a great spot. Keenan Allen is back. We finally saw him up to like a 90% snap count again. <laughs> He's getting weapons back. He's in a good spot. I, I really like Herbert. And once again, ownership looks like they're not really there. All right, so way to capitalize on some quarterback mm -hmm. trends there. Let's take a look at the running back. The first running back we're looking at is Josh Jacobs, who is coming off a monster game where he had 303 total yards from scrimmage, absolutely dominated last week against the Seattle Seahawks, and he is now leading the league in rushing yards. Move over Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley. Mm -hmm. Josh Jacobs is here to stay, and he's got a favorable matchup. Going up against the Chargers, who rank 29th in rush defense, DVOA. Man, Josh Jacobs, an absolute beast. What do you think for him this week? Yeah, I love Jacobs this week. The Chargers literally just cannot stop the run. They just let James Conner run all over them. And that's a guy that literally hasn't been able to run over anybody all year. But the Chargers... He was able to do it. They're allowing 145 yards and 1.1 touchdowns per game over the last nine. I, you just got to really like Josh Jacobs. He has elite usage. Mm -hmm. He's getting a majority of the work out of that backfield. And he's catching passes now, too. Right. So he has a solid floor and a huge ceiling, as we saw last yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, it was absolutely unbelievable what he did mm -hmm. to that Seahawks defense. Another uh, tough dual threat running back mm -hmm. is Austin Eckler on the other side of that matchup. He's averaging 95 yards from scrimmage that ranks seventh and against the Raiders, they rank 23rd in rush defense DVOA. What do you make of Eckler's spot in week 13? Yeah. Now you, you brought up their 23rd and rush DVOA mm -hmm. and their 28th versus the RB as a whole, but where they've really given up points is pass catching running backs mm. they're allowing 6.5 receptions a game 54 yards uh to the running back per game receiving yeah and now you get possibly the best receiving back yeah outside of maybe cmc sure. and so it really lines up very very well for eckler so i i love this spot he has probably the highest floor ceiling combo at all running backs and in a great matchup i love going there I like your sleeper pick here with Pittsburgh Steelers mm -hmm. running back Jalen Warren. The rookie running back is going up against the Atlanta Falcons this week, who ranked 25th in rushing yards allowed. What do you make of Warren this week? So, Warren, we do have to talk about Najee Harris a little bit. He left the game last week hurt. He has missed practice all week this week. So there is a very good chance he's going to miss. Mm. Pay attention to that because if Harris is in, I obviously don't like this pick as much. Mm. But... Najee Harris, or sorry, Jalen Warren, Atlanta ranks 23rd, allowing 107 rushing yards a game, and they allow a touchdown per game. Warren is a favorite of Tomlin. They're going to go to him a lot, just like they do Najee Harris uh, if he's out. So I, I love Warren. I would expect him to pick up all of the workload and maybe a little extra. Nice little sleeper play for mm -hmm. you there. Let's move on to our wide receivers. And Jamar Chase is back, so you know we got to talk about him for Daily Fantasy this week. He was out with a hip injury, and now he is back and ready to go for this AFC Championship rematch from last year. 
should be pretty exciting. Now, the offense did well last week against the Titans without him. Now he's back, though, and you know Joe Burrow's going to go to his favorite receiver, who basically says, you know what, Jamar's down there somewhere. I'm just going to throw it up, put it in a zip code, and let him take it down. He's averaging 86 yards per game, which ranks eighth. And when you look at this Kansas City Chiefs defense, one of their Achilles heels has been the wide receiver one. What do you make of it? And that's exactly here uh, why I like this mm-hmm. one. One, this game totals the highest game of the week. And top end wide receiver ones have absolutely crushed yeah. this Chiefs team. Just to name a few, Diggs, Adams, Evans, Mike Williams, even Christian Kirk all had giant games uh, versus this KC team. And not to mention Chase had a pretty good game against them last year in the playoffs. Yeah. So I think he can totally take advantage of this matchup in in an elite game. Absolutely. In fact, that was a trend that I was picking on basically all year Mm -hmm. with prop bets was taking the opposing team's wide receiver one and betting the over on receiving yards. And it hit, I think, four out of five of the times. The only one who didn't was Debo Samuel. His usage is a little bit different, though, than your traditional wide receiver one. So it's a good place to target. And another thing to bring up is people are usually apprehensive about clicking, you know, a guy when he's coming off of the IR. Mm Mm-hmm. Last week, he was limited in practice all week. He probably could have played last week, but Bengals decided to keep him out for another mm-hmm. week, let him get healthier. Once again, he's been limited practice all week. He, they're saying he's likely to go. I doubt he really has any limitations on him. All right. Another guy with no limitations, Amon Ross St. Brown, who had himself a feast on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. 122 yards and a touchdown on Thanksgiving against the Bills, who's Defense ranks third in DVOA. Mm-hmm. Not a bad play. And then going up against Jacksonville this week, they're kind of a middle-of-the-pack yes. defense. Will he have another monster game this week? Uh, I've said it week in and week yeah. out. We've literally <laughs> talked about him almost every week that he's been healthy and playing here. Until he's over 8K price range, I am pretty much starting him every single week. Yeah. He's once again in a great spot. He's averaging 9.5 targets, 7.5 receptions over the last four games. He's a huge factor on this offense. And Jared Goff is way better at home. The game here is at home. And Jacksonville is allowing 39% more fantasy points to the wide receiver when they're away. All right, let's go from Jared Goff's uh, weapon to Justin Herbert's weapon. That's Keenan Allen, who we're starting to see finally healthy. When Mm -hmm. he is healthy, he is an absolute weapon for Justin Herbert. And this week, I can't get in a much better spot than going up against the Las Vegas Raiders, who ranked 32nd in pass defense DVOA. Could be in for a big game here. What do you think? Yeah, he really could be in a good game. Like we've talked about with Justin Herbert is this Raiders offense or defense is terrible. So Keenan Allen is going to get all the targets he can handle. He is a great weapon. Mike uh, Williams is likely going to be out again. And like I said, Allen is back up to a 90% snap share. He's in a great spot to succeed. And not a ton of uh, ownership is going his way right now. All right. I'm surprised about that, considering what a good matchup I know. it is. So hop on that before everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't tell it. We shouldn't have told everybody when they're going to go <laughs> do it. All right. Lastly, you have a sleeper pick here that, dare I say, is a hibernator. <laughs> uh, he sure is. Who is it? 
We got Sky Moore. Uh, he is extremely cheap. He was a high draft pick for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and he's coming off back-to-back games with six targets. At his price from a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, yeah. give me six targets all day long, especially when he has he's as athletic and explosive as Sky Moore is. All right, so some great plays there, a wide receiver for you. Now let's go to the tight ends. No surprise here, Travis Kelsey. It's your number one guy here in Daily Fantasy this week. He leads the league with 12 receiving touchdowns, which is fantasy gold, averaging 82.9 receiving yards per game and going up against Cincinnati. They are fairly good against tight ends. However, this is Travis Kelsey we're talking about. Not a normal tight end. And it's Travis Kelsey with a banged up wide receiver core. So he's going to get all the opportunity can possibly handle. And there's a real chance for a Kelsey ceiling game here. So I I love it. His ownership is going to be there, but I'm really not shying away just because of a high ownership. Next up, we're looking at Steelers tight end Pat Fryermuth, who's a nice play here, averaging 52 receiving yards per game. What you're liking here is the Falcons, his opponent this week, they are 29th in pass defense DVOA. Haven't been able to stop many uh, receivers, so... Tight end's in a good spot here, too. Tight end's in a good spot. And also, he's just had a really high usage, 7.5 targets a game over the last four. And Atlanta's allowing 42% more fantasy points to the tight end when they're home. So, hmm. you know. It's a nice little nugget. It is. <laughs> you know, Atlanta's giving it up. Their Steelers are using Fryermuth at a lot, a high rate. So, I think there's a good chance he gets in and in, in, into the end zone, has, you know, 60, 70 yards, and uh, that'll do it at his price. I just need to praise you for the fact that you spelled his name correctly in our rundown today. <laughs> I did. And that's a name that I have to look up because it's F-R-E-I-E-R-M-U-T-H. Uh, the whole reason was, <laughs> uh, was it last Monday that, this Monday that they played? Yeah, or the... I, it I was one of the one last primetime yeah. shows. I had to do <laughs> it two or three times, and then that's that's now I got it. <laughs> we got it down. All yeah. right. We're starting to get our spellings down by the end of the season. We'll have them all, I bet, and then it'll be irrelevant for next year. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, let's look at defenses this week for Daily Fantasy. And the first defense we're looking at is the Seattle Seahawks going up against the Rams. Now, Seattle ranks 19th in DVOA. They did just get destroyed by Josh Jacobs. However, they're going up against the Rams. They rank 27th in offensive DVOA. Not the same Rams team we saw last year. They've really been struggling. So why not, you know, pick on them? And that's really it. It's just anybody versus the Rams at this point. Uh, I mean, they're hurt at running back. They're hurt at wide receiver, hurt at quarterback. Their, their offensive line is a mess. Their D line is now yeah. hurting too. Ugh. Like the the team's just in shambles. They might as well pack it up and <laughs> just yep. move on. Who's not packing it up? The Jets. J E T S <laughs> got their defense this week in daily fantasy, going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. The Jets are fourth in defensive DVOA. Over the last 10 weeks, the Jets defense has allowed the fewest points in the NFL. This is a championship caliber defense and just another stat for you top five defense in yards and points allowed that's the first time for a Jets team since 2010 in the Rex Ryan days Jets defense is back the Jets D is 
absolutely legit, and they're super cheap this week. They are going against a tough team mm-hmm. in the Minnesota Vikings. But if Sauce is able to contain Jeffrey or, you know, Justin Jefferson Jefferson a little bit, then this team looks totally different. And I and I think there is a chance we know Kirk Cousins can make mistakes in big games. Oh, yeah. And this is a big one that the Vikings do need to win. Yeah, this is massive playoff implications in this one. And when you talk about the Minnesota Vikings offense, they actually rank 20th on offense. So I know that. When we see that offense, we think explosive because they are. They've got Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. on their team. They've got a lot of weapons. However, they can struggle, and especially Kirk Cousins is kind of the area where the Jets will be forcing him into you know bad positions where he just can't make mistakes. And they struggled big time versus the Cowboys, who don't send a lot of extra pressure. Right. They just drop him back. Similar mm-hmm. to the Jets. Yeah. And so I, I think there's pass here that – Cousins can throw a couple picks, get sacked three to five times, Mm -hmm. you know, and at the Jets price, like that is more than enough to make them fantasy relevant. Well, some great plays there for daily fantasy. Good luck to you and make sure you check out linestarapp.com for your lineup optimizer and all the tools you need to go out there and dominate in daily fantasy. Also, make sure to check out our Props Edge tool as well. Brand new. It'll help you out in your daily fantasy. Now let's get to our touchdown calls of the day for week 13. Tyler, who are you going with for an anytime touchdown? I'm going with Josh Jacobs. There's just no way I can can doubt this guy right now. (laughs) He has nine touchdowns on the season. The Chargers can't stop the run. They're allowing 1.1 touchdowns per game. And I think uh, Jacobs is going to run another one in on I'm also going with a pretty powerful running back in Nick Chubb for an anytime touchdowns. He's got 12 touchdowns on the year. That is second among all running backs behind only Jamal Williams. He also has had a touchdown in eight of 11 games this season. The guy can squat 675 pounds. He's one of the most powerful backs in the NFL. Plus, he's fast, too. That speed-power combo is going to crush this Houston Texans team that ranks 30th in rush defense DVOA. It is also the weekend for the Georgia Bulldogs as they take on LSU for an SEC championship title. And I think once they win that, it'll give the former Georgia Bulldog and Nick Uh, Chubb a little extra motivation, a little extra juice to go out there and represent for the University of Georgia. It's all about Georgia. It's all about UGA. (laughs) (laughs) So those are our touchdown calls. Now let's move on to our prop bets. Make sure to place your prop bets on Underdog Fantasy or Prize Picks. Tail us there if you want. Let's get to it. Prop bets for week 13. Where are you headed? Going right back to my touchdown call, Josh Jacobs, over 90.5 rushing yards. Like I said, the Chargers can't stop the run. They're allowing 145 rushing yards per game. Jacobs gets over 80% of the work. I just don't think they're going to be able to stop Jacobs whatsoever. Just hammer it. I'm really excited for my prop bet this mm-hmm. week. I'm going Jets quarterback Mike White over 225 and a half passing yards. Now, White has had three games where he has started for the Jets, and he has had over 250 yards in each of those games. He had 315 passing yards against the Chicago Bears last week. He was an absolute spark plug for this offense. He's also a really tall quarterback, 6'5". He can stay in the pocket. He's not afraid of pressure. And he was making throws on the run last week. He looked excellent and he's got a great matchup this week going up against the minnesota vikings their pass defense 
Not great. It's one of the worst in the league, actually. So, Mike White, give me that 225 passing yards. I'm taking it. I'm yeah, also dreaming like of a one. Mike White Christmas. Uh, I know you are. <laughs> As a Jets fan. Uh, if you also look on underdog and prize picks, the line is significantly higher on those. Oh, wow. So, yeah. lock it in there. Yeah. So, it was, I think it was 235 on prize picks and like 240 oh, on underdog. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Yep. So, if you can, lock them in. Lock in those prize picks and underdog plays for you. Make sure to stay tuned for our prop show tomorrow. We'll be coming out with that. We'll give you the top five best player prop bets on underdog fantasy and prize picks. So, make sure you are subscribed to our channel and get notifications on our videos so that you know when we're coming out with them. And you can hop on those bets right away. Now it's time for our underdog picks, our dogs of the day. Tyler, who are you picking this week? We've got a great week of games, week 13. We do. Not huge underdog, not a lot of huge underdogs in this game. Like I said at the top of the show, 10 games by four points or less in spread. What do you think? Well, I am going with the J. E-T-S. <laughs> We're going with the Jets plus three. I think three points here is just too much mm-hmm. in this matchup with this defense and possibly a new offensive identity under the Mike White. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So uh, I, I like the Jets here. I think there's a good chance that they win outright. Yeah, absolutely. I think that... The Minnesota Vikings have been a bit lucky, Mm -hmm. and I want to pick the Jets as well. I wanted to. However, just being the Jets fan myself, I knew that if I picked them, then they wouldn't win. So I'm glad one of us did. So Mm -hmm. we show support to the Jets there. Yeah, I think it is a great matchup because the Minnesota Vikings, as I mentioned, they have been unlucky, and I believe they ranked 20th in overall DVOA. So their stats aren't – You know, I know everybody looks at their record and – I'm running. I'm just riding with Don Somerville here. You know? <laughs> there you go. Always ride with Don Somerville when you're yep. in doubt. I'm going with the Bengals to cover their spread. Right now it's at point, uh, 2.5. However, I do anticipate that line to move in favor of the Chiefs. And once it is at around 3.5, I'm all over that for the Bengals to cover. Why is that 3.5 important? Because the Bengals, three of their four losses this season have come by three points or less. When you look at the Bengals' offense, this is the best offense we've seen from them. They're looking more like the offense that went to the Super Bowl last year. In fact, they rank first in offensive DVOA over the last four weeks. And in some metrics, they're even better than they were last season. They lead the NFL in one with a 1.23 EPA per offensive drive. That is actually two times higher than any other offense. And I haven't even started talking about their defense that just held Derrick Henry to his lowest EPA per carry the last five seasons, their defense has been incredible and maybe doesn't get as much attention because that offense is so dynamic. But Lou Anarumo is just absolutely making adjustments and figuring out how to stop people like Derrick Henry. And I think he will do the same against the Chiefs. He did it last year. They were able to kind of confuse Patrick Mahomes in the second half, drop some people back and a little cover two there. I think they will be able to do it again this year. Mm -hmm. But it is a... It is a risky play. <laughs> Going against Patrick Mahomes is never something I want to do. Yeah. That being said, if there is any team that can beat him, it is the Bengals. Yeah. I I, I don't think it's that risky. Um, I think it's good play. They're at home. Yeah. I, I mean, home in a close game. You Got to go with the home team yeah. a little bit in that one. 
Also, I found an interesting stat on how much DJ Reader is an X factor to this Bengals defense. He returned to injury week 11, and since that has resulted in a 20% increase in defensive success rate. So he's back in the game in this one. Mm -hmm. Look out for that. So Bengals, Jets, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I told you earlier today that I also kind of like Houston plus seven. Uh, that's kind of a gross pick. But... It's super gross. <laughs> super gross. I mean, hey, I don't but need it's, it. Deshaun's been gone for over a year. It's you a know? really good point. He hasn't played there. Plus, it's in Houston. You know that team, those fans, everything are going to be fired up to play him. Like, I agree. I can see it. There will be a lot of distractions for Deshaun yes. Watson in this one. And... You're talking about protests. You're talking mm -hmm. about even uh, victims of his in the stands. Mm -hmm. Suppose I think supposedly the Texans are. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute madhouse yeah. there. So with that being said, the Texans could absolutely lock in on this one. And Plus, Cleveland's rush D isn't that good. Uh, Damian Pierce could have a good game, sure. and he could literally single-handedly keep him into this game. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I worry about is Nick Chubb just going ham. On oh, absolutely. Texans. I, and all Deshaun have, would have to Texan, do in that situation. Yeah, just Texans D is is horrible, um, but they're absolutely going to be fired up. Yeah. So some great picks there. Awesome analysis, as usual, Tyler. And make sure you check out linestarapp.com for some more analysis and stats, analytics, everything you need to dominate in daily fantasy and your prop bets as well. We've got that new Props Edge tool, so make sure to check that out. If you're watching us on YouTube, please do us a favor. Like this video, subscribe to our channel, sign up for notifications, and comment below. Let us know who you've got this week in daily fantasy or your prop bets. If you got it as a touchdown call, let us know. Also, if you're fading our bets as well, let us know that too. Yeah. Are you in on the Jets or are you not? We need, we need to know, so comment below. That's going to do it for us in week 13. Good luck to you. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys. Bye.